Is that beam of light right here showing up on your screen? Well, I was laughing. It looks like you're angelic or something. That's why it's funny. <laughs> there it goes. It was on my. It was on my computer. <clears throat> All right. What do you this want? Is the, this is the this is the first podcast I've ever done with you when I had to zoom you in. Yeah. You want to explain? Let's just get right into the guts of the situation. You want to explain why you're on a Zoom call? Man, you're in a long-distance relationship right now. It's exactly what's happening. It's exactly what's happening. <laughs> I'm in my house. Yeah. Because I'm on quarantine. Yeah, that's why you're not up at the bluffs. So, like, the situation, like, here's – I'm trying to frame this up, like, we have heard every time that we've done a podcast talking about what we're doing this year and the new place and we've been behind and planted late and just trying to get everything going, weird year, blah, 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 blah. Well, like last week was the first week that everything kind of felt normal again. Would you agree? Yeah, we were back in the groove of things. Yeah, I mean, it felt good. <laughs> Uh, Brad was in camp, two Roy was in camp, Jimmy rolled up into camp, me and you were there. You filmed Brad shoot two deer. Uh, yeah, in two days. In two days. And then poor, poor Jimmy rolled up. Like right when Jimmy got here, the action slowed tremendously. Well, the pressure dropped out the bucket. Yeah. That's what, like we had three good days of really good temperatures and really high pressure. And any deer hunter knows that's when it's going to happen, you know. And Jimmy rolls into town and the uh, clouds move in, and when clouds are visible, no pressure. Yeah, no yeah. pressure. And I mean, even so, we can even talk. So, but the day it was before Jimmy got there, I can't remember if it was a day or two days before, but um, Troy and I went and hunted Kudzu East, which no one had been over there yet, other than working on it. No one had hunted there yet. Um, yeah. And we hunted there in the morning time, and that was. I, I've, I'm trying. We probably saw. I don't know. We saw upwards of twenty something deer. Um, every I kid you not. And unless, unless we saw a buck, like a button buck or a spike from a distance that we did not know was an antlered or a male deer, every deer that we saw that we identified as a buck, he was either chasing a doe, had his nose to the ground running. Uh, I mean, they was acting crazy we had a shooter uh nine point but he came directly behind us in the ground blind we were in and we just couldn't make it work with the camera and the gun and everything but it was a wildly fun hunt yeah i mean come to find out you know when y'all started seeing all that chasing stuff i started asking questions to all my buddies that hunted you know within a 10 mile span yeah and come to find out they run earlier up there because they bluffed and did a cotton mouth that's what i mean i was excited to hunt this week because everyone's going to be in camp and the weather looked really good. Like you said, beginning of the week was clear and cold and just how you want it to be. But I did not expect to see that. I mean, bucks just going stupid, you know, I mean, most of them were younger deer, which is usually how it starts. But, um, the old shooter deer that got behind us, he wasn't chasing, but the way we saw him, cause it said directly behind us, I heard him grunting and Troy turned, just kind of eased around and looked and he was like, Oh crap, that's a big deer. You know, and he was just kind of slow walking <laughs> behind the doe. Just to, you know how the older ones do. Mm -hmm. But um, 
the, so, you know, we're talking about we're having this, finally having a normal within rhythm week, everything's feeling right. And then you kind of take over with what happened at the latter part of the week. So I came home on Wednesday night, the stay of the night here. Mm-hmm. And then I came back up because we bluffed Thursday and hunted and came back home Thursday night. And my wife, she gets tested every week for Corona because of her work. Yeah. Like every week she gets tested on Wednesdays and Thursday night she got her test positive. So she hadn't shown any symptoms at all, really other than she was tired for like a day. Yeah. But, um, and so I'm on quarantine right now, long story short until she's negative. I got tested yesterday and I was negative. So, but I've been exposed to her since then. And it takes three or four days of incubation, they say. So, yeah. Just a bad. Well, here I am. Here, there you are. The thing, the thing that's like, it's just, it's one of the things like, it's not like anyone could do anything about it. It's just frustrating. Cause like, I'm sure you're feeling the same way. I'm like, well, crap, we just started going, you know, like just started doing what we've been wanting to do and boom, yeah. Jordan's out. Well, hopefully I'll be up there by Wednesday. I think. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I'm hoping she just showed some kind of false positive, you know? Yeah. So I mean, seriously, like again. anything, she's been tired, but that's normal. When you lay around the house all day, you don't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, man, I've known some people. I mean, I'm sure you, everyone knows people like this. They don't even have a reason to believe a specific reason like her to say like a positive test to think they have COVID. They just be all of a sudden they're like they hear of somebody getting COVID and they're like, you know, my throat does kind of hurt. <laughs> and they start, I kind of got a cough, you know. <laughs> all of a sudden you start making up symptoms. I know when Troy got it and we came home, we had to stay at home like a week when he got tested mm. positive and ha- he for sure had it. But, uh, yeah, you know, I got home at night. I was like, man, I don't feel too good. I, I do the same thing. <laughs> I was, I, I ran like, like a couple of days out. Like I remember I ran to, uh, the coffee pot up here at the bluff still had some coffee in it from that morning, you know, just sitting there. I went and grabbed the pot and sniffed it like this to see if I could smell it. I was like, all right, cool. I'm clean. For now, uh, yeah. but it'll work out. Even if I mean, I suppose like because this week it'll be me, Troy, Jimmy, and Brad. So you got plenty. Bradley can hunt. Jimmy can hunt. Me and T. Roy be running the video apparatuses, and I'll be uh I'll be down here DIYing it. I guess DIYing it. Well, yeah. Well, that's what uh kind of one of the things I wanted you to talk about because you've wandered yourself into some little action there. A I wandered myself into a lot of action. A little cub cadet and a little <laughs> self-filming guru over here. Man. It is not an easy task. I can tell you that. I don't want any part of it. I really yeah. don't like, I'm, I'm not knocking it. Like I'm, I'm not knocking it. People that do that all the time, thumbs up. I'm not knocking it at all. I'm just saying me, I look at that and I'm like, nah, not for me. <laughs> The last couple of days, man, is a it's been different for sure. I mean, I've always self filmed some just growing up, you know, and I did yeah, it much. That's how I got into doing this, but trying to do it and actually make it look good is different. Yeah, know? well, I mean, like, there's a difference between self filming and like self filming for the sake of a a show. 
you know, like that's for like what we're trying to do. And again, I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just like me. It's almost from like a laziness perspective. I'm like, I want to do one or the other. If you want me to film, I'll film. If you want me to hunt, I'll hunt. I don't want to do both. The I last, all day today, I've been in my saddle and self-filming. That's a, that's a different oh. experience altogether. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so it's really not that bad. Um, Jordan's a saddle man now. I just got a saddle, so we're trying it out. <laughs> But it's actually pretty pretty dang easy to film out of. Well, actually, uh, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna step back because there's some people that that I would be willing to get. I would be willing to bet there's people listening to this podcast and hunt out of saddle, so they might not have picked up on my sarcasm. I know there's a lot that there's a lot of people that love saddles a whole 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 lot, and there's a lot of people that like hate on the whole new saddle craze. I'm neither of those people. I'm not going to be, if I ever, I'm not going to tell you I'll never hunt out of a tree saddle. I have nothing against them. I'd, I'd have to try it out, see if it works for me first. From what you said, you said it seems to be pretty easy so far. Like yeah. you're liking it so far? I just, yeah, like it's, it's definitely like I, today's the first day I hunted out of one. Yeah. And it's definitely a learning curve, hmm. which is exciting to me. Just something different, you know? Yeah. Like learning curve as far as like, position like or getting like set up for a shot and getting it comfortable there's like there's so many different adjustments on it to get comfortable that's what like, that's what i was worried about like drawing your bow and stuff i would think that thing would get in the way you pretty much set up opposite what you do out of like a, a hang on or a climber like say my shots over here you know in a, yeah. in a, in a hang on i'd be sitting just like i'm facing you and i'd be shooting over here yeah on a climber you're actually spin around so you can shoot over here. Yeah. Like, you want to be facing the tree that way. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. It's a little different on that part, but uh, I was able to get in a tree that this morning that I wouldn't ever been able to get into with a climber, and I dang sure couldn't have went in there and hung a set without making a bunch of noise. So it, it's got its place. Yeah, well, like I said, I mean, again, I, I really – when I was hating on the saddle, that was jokingly. I ain't got nothing against it. I'm, I'd be interested to, you know, know about it. But that is one thing when you were talking about last week that does sound appealing. There's, like, the fact that you could pretty much get in any tree or, or your your capability of what trees you can get in gets broadened a whole lot. That sounds – so you know that the river birch is in my backyard. Yeah, that's like six inches round. Yeah, I got up in it. In I that saddle. Say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yep. So it's it's got its place. I mean, I I still gonna hunt on my climber though. So it's uh, it's been interesting. Something what do you do? You have like the like the few climbing sticks thing and then you look do little platform yeah. you stand on i just uh just got some more in back there the hulk climbing sticks huh. yeah so i got sticks and the saddle with a little platform it like i timed myself today setting it up it really doesn't take much longer than climbing in a climber hmm. like it took me 15 minutes to be set up yeah, it's not bad. like 20 foot high so it wasn't yeah. too bad so you're not, you know, I mean, I guess your limitation on how high you can get just depends on your sticks. Yeah. And they got all kinds of these deals they call aiders and all kinds of stuff. Like, so you can like monkey your way up a tree. Mm. So, but there's all kinds of stuff, but that was my, 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 my little hobby I've been doing today. So yeah. So now Jordan's just a full blown tree saddle, man. They've got that <laughs> club on Facebook. There's a bunch of different forums you can get into now. I'm Ariel. 
Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a saddle man now. Yeah. Great. But, anyway, but yesterday I went, uh, well, I started hunting Friday afternoon, the self-filming thing. Yeah. And uh, saw a bunch of deer Friday afternoon. I was hunting out there at the zoo. We hunted yeah. out there, turkey hunted out there this spring. And uh, saw a lot of deer Friday afternoon, just no mature bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, went and sat on the pipeline where me and you have sat before yesterday morning, just just because I was being lazy, really. I just wanted to go sit there. I, I took the tripod and a camera and a gun. You know, it's easy. I mean, it ain't a bad – I mean, it, lazy or not, that's not a bad sit, you know. No, it's in a good spot for sure yeah. for a morning hunt. But uh, I saw a little buck. Right when I got in the in the shooting house, probably 15 minutes after I got there, yeah. he come walking straight up the pipeline to me and went in the water and crossed the ditch at like 15 yards. I was like, they're doing a little different than they did last year. Cause last year they were back and forth across those sucker about 200 yeah. yards. But anyway, I sat there for like an hour. I think it was 8:30. I looked up across out in front of me. I saw a deer. Put mm-hmm. up, got the camera on and saw it was a buck. Couldn't tell on the camera how big he was. Put on binoculars, looked at him, was like, oh, gosh. He's like a 24-inch wide eight-point. Yeah. Like, he's when a, you, I remember when you told me what deer it was, I was like, oh. He's a stud. Yeah, he's big. But anyway, he uh, stands where I, all I could see is his head for like 10 minutes. I'm just waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, he walks out in the little... It ain't really a road, but it's where we rode a four-wheeler out through there, or a ranger or something, and just knocked it down. This you, on, you on the west side of the power line? No, I'm looking straight out in front of the box. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Towards towards my two my two-year-old hole. Yeah, got it, <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, but uh, he finally walks out and was feeding on some blackberry, and I felt like I could get him, and I shot. Couldn't tell anything. I saw it looked like he bucked, but I couldn't tell for sure. And I tried to look at the footage on my camera, and my little camera wouldn't replay the footage. So I had to go get tested for COVID. Then I went to the house. I'm negative, by the way. I think I already said that. Woo! I uh, went to the house and pulled it up on my computer and looked at it, and it looks like I hit him. Yeah. But if you look at the vapor trail, the vapor trail like goes like under him at his feet. Yeah. So I think that's why he bucked. I mean, I went and we looked for an hour. I didn't find any blood, any hair, nothing. Hmm. So I guess I just shot it right at his feet because I jerked the trigger like crazy. Yeah. I remember you, and you I, I, over the chair. As soon as I shot, I'm like, if I hit that deer, I, I something got like it's just by the grace you know but i I missed him Mm. i mean what happened i mean like i seen it over i mean like we talked about it over text but we ain't talked about it you know in depth like what like you said you jerked the trigger but like what did you get some buck fever i mean what what happened no like uh i'm not knocking you here it happens to everybody i'm just trying yeah i mean you, you know how it is filming i'm worried about that so I really don't ever get caught up in it. You know, I'm worried about two or three things at once. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I was squeezing, squeezing, squeezing. And then it never went off, and I just jerked it. Crap. 
Like I felt like I was just one of the things I hadn't been shooting my rifle like I normally do. Normally I shoot it four or five times, you know, and I just shot it once this year to see if it was on. And uh, I just jerked the trigger. That's all it is to it. Yeah. The only thing I can think, listening to you describe it that way, is this was like, this, I mean, this has been, it was right when I got back from Iowa from working in Midwest. I was like 21 or something like that, 2021. 20, and I went and hunted a spot and uh, this buck came out. And I had the same thing. I hadn't shot my rifle at all. I was being like, I hadn't practiced shooting my rifle. And I, hadn't, I if me shooting at that buck that day was the first time I'd shot that gun at all since last deer season. And mm-hmm. he come in, he was big. I pulled, like, I pulled up, got on him, and, and I, don't know, I did the same thing. Like, I jerked it so bad. I remember, like, as soon as the gun went off and the deer's running off, not touched, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you are a rookie. Like, I felt like there's the first time I'd ever tried to shoot a deer with a gun before. Like, it just, uh, you know. Yeah, like, as soon as I shot, I was like, I just jerked it. Guess how that. Yeah. <clears throat> bad feeling. That, that was that. He, he, I was catching release. At least, and look at it this way. I mean, I know we say it, but it's true. At least you didn't hit him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at least you didn't, like, hit him somewhere crazy, like in the hind quarter and, you know, injure him or, you know, something like that. I feel very confident I did not hit him. Yeah. Like, I spent two hours looking. Yeah. And you had you brought Delta, too, didn't you? Yeah. She never acted like she was on anything, really. Yeah. And she's dealt for y'all, those of y'all that don't know, Jordan's dog Delta is a – tried and tested blood dog i mean she's tracked out she's tracked up a lot you know yeah she tracked up enough to know she ain't no like grand champion or anything but no, she, tracked she ain't up like she, she ain't like no I mean, she's not like jay leggett rolling in bringing in his dogs but she knows yeah. how to find a deer yeah so that was that i went all day today i, I saw like 10 this morning Mm-hmm. But it was all those little bucks, and I just saw a two-year-old eight-point this afternoon and three does. Hmm. Well, yep, and that's that. What's your What's your plan? You gonna keep pounding gonna, that until? Keep, I mean, if Jesse comes back positive, worst-case scenario, y'all ain't gonna see me for another ten days. Yeah, true. True. Like, I mean, I guess that's what we were, me and Brad were talking when I was driving home, I was on the phone with Brad and he was like, I guess, you know, we got to, we got to at least plan for the worst in case that does happen. And you're out. We got, all right, we're a man down. What are we going to do? We got to at least roll through that in our head. So if that does happen, we're not like crap, what do we do? You know? Yeah. Now, hopefully I'll be back up on Wednesday. Well, worst case scenario would be like next week. Yeah. That would not be ideal. Mm-hmm. Seeing as it's, one of the best hunting times of the year up here for our first year at, at the Kudzu Bluff. Yeah. Um, also, for those of y'all they even, They're not even thinking about chasing here. No, I wouldn't imagine so. Like, every buck I've seen, like, they're just walking. I mean, they're starting to think about it, but they're not behind those or anything. Yeah. I think uh, – I don't know. I mean, like, there's – I feel like there's so much ground to be covered where we're at. And there's so much of it that's just so unknown. Um, you know, like like the last last Friday, me and T. Me and Roll hunted last Friday morning, and then I had to blow out of there because I had to get to a funeral. But we hunted the south end of uh, the south end of the lake and just – we didn't have no stands. We just 
took a rifle and that stakeout blind and just picked a spot on the ground that we thought looked halfway decent. And we were not on the X, but we had, like that morning um, when it got still, it was probably 8.30ish. I could hear a buck grunting and stirring off through the woods. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I said, that's it's happening there right now. And I imagine, like I said, go, judging off of how they were acting and the age class deer that I saw what they were doing, I imagine it's only going to get better, you know? So if you happen to have to miss it, that would be unfortunate for you. Bring your grunter, son. Get your grunter. And I got it. Out. I had it. I had it. I had it. <laughs> I had it. I didn't have how it. How many yet. times this year have I told you bring your grunter? I don't know. Probably double digits. <laughs> Double digits. Yeah, We've got it. There's as long a. As you got it now. Huh? As long as you yeah. got it now. Oh, yeah, I got it now. I got the grunt. I got the can. I got the rattling antlers. I got an extra grunt. If I lose that grunt, because I'm bad about losing stuff, I got an extra can. I'm ready. I am rut ready. As like you know. Um, yeah. There was a. There's a food plot that me and T Roy, hopefully, going to go hunt tomorrow afternoon that we've named the cedar tree for reasons that there's a ginormous cedar tree in that food plot. And don't put a stand on it. No, we're probably gonna go climb. Be the, be the idea right now. My man. And, uh, you know, them climbers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, there was a, when I, this is Troy, the first time he went and looked, like I was looking at something else and I never, Troy come back and he said, he said, there is a giant scrape under that cedar tree. And I didn't think too much into it. I mean, cause we'd been seeing, I mean, everywhere we went, we're like, man, look at all these scrapes. And so when Troy said, there's a giant scrape by that cedar tree, I was like, cool, another scrape. Well, we went in there last Friday after we hunted, we went in there and put a trail camera on there. And I walked up there when he was putting the trail camera up and I was like, oh my gosh, that is a giant scrape. <laughs> and there was, a, I mean, here, legitimately, this is what I, what I thought. I was like, because a few years ago when we were at Cottonmouth, for y'all listening, Jordan, you know this story because you're a part of it. On the main road leading to the skinning shed, Jordan, with his rubber boots, made a fake scrape the size of a truck hood to mess with Jimmy. You helped me. Okay, yeah, I, but it was your idea. I, yeah, I played a part in it too, but... I saw that scrape under that cedar tree and I, my, one of my, I'm not going to say the first thought, but the initial, one of the thoughts that ran through my head is his Jordan, did Jordan do this to trick me and Troy into thinking this was a giant scrape? So if you did, you got elaborate because there's like deer, multiple deer tracks and the not, I mean, I was like, if he, if he did this, then this prank is elaborate, but it looks real. Have you not seen that deal you strap on your boots to make scrapes now? I've seen it. That's what I'm saying. If you went that far, I'm like, this no, is elaborate. I did not do that. I I hope y'all kill that big eight point we got pictures of in there. He, I mean, like, that's, the, the scrape goes three quarters of the way around that cedar tree. That's pretty big. It's large. Uh, and so I was like, man, Troll, when you said a big scrape, I didn't know you meant that big of a scrape. <laughs> Gracious. Go get him, boys. What's the plan? I'll, I'll, I'll keep on doing what I'm doing here. I guess we can intertwine it, whatever. That's what we're going to have to uh, – you really don't the, – the situation we're in right now is frustrating, but it's par for the course with the rest of this 2020 year. I mean, you know what I mean? 
Uh, I mean, I guess I could drive up there and just not come and camp and hunt, huh? Yeah, run that by Brad and Jimmy and Will. See what they think. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you my votes. No, it is no. So if you get, you know. You already got the – what do you – you've got the zoo to yourself. Like, you, I mean, like you're like, oh, I'm on quarantine, but you're just hunting the zoo by yourself. So I don't, I don't see what the issue is here, you know. It's different. I ain't got nobody to when I when I shot yesterday I was like this first time I shot at a deer with a gun and I ain't had nobody sitting with me in a long time. Yeah, I hear that. <clears throat> I still bow hunt a lot every year by myself, but I rarely ever take a gun, you know. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. It's uh but I mean like I said, we just kinda we're in kind of one of situations where it's not nothing anybody can change, you just gotta call an audible and roll with it. So mm-hmm. We figure it out. Hopefully, you don't have COVID. Hopefully, none of us else get COVID, and we can make it out through this season. Yep. I don't know how to do, but it is what it is. I ain't been that much fun this year. No, it's been different. I said we. I, I don't know. I was gonna lay mention to something that I've talked to you about that. Just the idea, you know what I'm talking about, that idea I had to try to just spark some kind of positivity to the end of this year. But I think I'll bring that up next week when I have everything ready. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. So, um, yeah, I'll let you go. I'm sure you're tired and stuff. And then I'm going to – I got a few more things to do around here for – get ready for the whole crew rolls back in tomorrow minus you. So – yeah, um, you're the caretaker. You got to make sure the place is caretook. I've got to dust and mop and vacuum, and then Jimmy, Jimmy, make sure to make sure to wear that little maid outfit you got. Jimmy's got. I got to go fluff the pillows in Jimmy's room. <laughs> and, uh, pine solar floor. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll keep in contact with y'all, and I guess uh, if everything goes to plan, I'll be there Wednesday. Word. Until then, this is the Primo's Truth About Hunting, Primo's Speak the Language podcast, COVID Chronicles. We'll keep you posted. Thank you all for listening to this episode, guys. I know it's a little unorthodox, but it is what it is this 2020 year. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Thank you all for listening to Speak the Language podcast.